Oh. Berlanti's He's like, it's more than 300 million. I have 27 show. shows on the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to Post Apocalyptic. That's Rob. This is John. It's 2020. It is 20. We made it. We made it. 2020. It's. How many movies have been set in 2020 that are just way more futuristic than what we see outside? All of them. Right Although there was one I found I really wanted to try to find streaming that we could watch. It was a 2020 Battle Texas or something. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was yeah, just yeah. A, a Western film. Did I send you that, that still? I I don't know, uh, but I remember that. <laughs> it's, it's like 2020. <laughs> and it's like, it's the year 2020. And settlements are like... No, no, it's not. Yeah. But it's like, it doesn't even look like they're trying to be futuristic yeah. as much as like, they all just have guns and cars that it's more Mad Max. Yeah. It's 2020. And like, sure. like, I don't know if it's, a, was it like an apocalyptic event that happened? Yeah. It was uh, like one of those Italian films, but in English, yeah, like yeah. one of those ones where you're like, no one speaks like sort of grammatically correct English, sort of like how I speak English all the time. Came up for some reason in a thing. It was like 20. I was like, I want to watch all movies that were based in 2020. Like this year. Like just watch all the 2020 movies and just go, they were way off. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, other than like when they talk into like their watch or something. Oh, okay. That's sort of futuristic. If you have an Apple watch, you can, yeah. you can talk into it, but that, uh, the 2020 movies, I'll do a research and see what all movies that take place in 2020. Yeah. Maybe we'll knock out one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly at the, uh, Italian action film. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always just like some blonde dude. He's the American. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Well, 2020 started off with, uh, almost a bang. We, we almost went into world war three. Apparently, mm-hmm. Almost. It was, uh, I think he's trying to get us into World War Three, right. just to stink off the news off of the impeachment. It's yeah. like off of my crimes and on to like uh, war crimes. Let's, let's do, let's do something bigger. I already have these crimes. Yeah. I want to move to war crimes. Cause I hear those are the best crimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best crimes of any crimes ever. Well, I was thinking maybe it was going to be started. Uh, World War Three gets started from the uh, computer. The Warner Brothers is uh, firing up their AI computer to yeah. predict oh, right, movies. Right. It's like, all right, make us a movie. Oh, we're at war. Oh, the AI computer yeah. didn't predict <laughs> movies. It started war. <laughs> war games, too. <laughs> like, wait, is this real or is this a pitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think? I mean... As it is, we, we've already talked about it before. Movies are all based on math anyways now. Like you said, it's like, we're getting The Rock. Rock is, you know, uh, a box office gold. Yeah. You know, everything's done sort of calculated anyways, but now they're just going to feed it into a computer. Well, they have that, that Q. They did have that Q rating and probably still have the Q rating of like how The Rock tracks overseas, mm-hmm. which is, you know, yeah. tracks very well. So <laughs> that's why he's in everything. Yeah. You know, it's also like how many Instagram followers do you have? How many, you know, yeah. how, what's your engagement in social media uh, writ large? But um, does it actually write the script? I didn't read into it because I was like, what a dumb I didn't read into and- it too because I was so annoyed by that because, you know, it all comes back to just like how tech is changing the game. You right. know, the Netflix is, is, is really this is i'm sure this is what they already are doing 100 percent. but it's just like this is sort of how things are going to be decided uh, in the future because there's just so much unfortunately so much information i think unfortunately so much information that we've let these companies have and so like it's normal and so like a lot of these calculations can be very very accurate yeah i think when you get to knowing you know what movies will sort of do well overseas as opposed to here or with this demographic or whatever. I still think that that's something a computer can't predict because that basis, that's based on a lot of things that absolutely change within, you know, from the time you shoot it to the time it's released. Right. There may be a wave of events that have happened where, you know, the public no longer is, you know, um, hungry for that sort of thing. I don't know. Right. Um, and maybe that's another predictor. Maybe you say, oh, in five years, what will right. people be? But who knows? No and one do they knows put anything. like a, like they turn up the gamble up to like two? Like, because you think about like everyone's example, which is, is true, is like Iron Man shouldn't have worked. 
by all means. I didn't think it was. I mean, you have John Favreau, who's a good director. I have nothing against John Favreau, hiring Robert Downey Jr., who's on the way out of his drug phase, right? As your lead, and that's it. On based on a comic that I mean, I had heard of Iron Man. I knew Iron Man. It wasn't like we think of Iron Man today. Like, oh wow, Iron Man. But it was Iron Man is up there with Spider Man, Superman, and Batman. But when that was coming out, I was like, Iron Man. I remember that character exists. You know. It wasn't like in the. It wasn't getting a lot of ink like Spider Man, Superman, and all that at all. It was like, like you said, it was. He was a character, but he wasn't. Right. You know, um, like a Thor movie would have made sense first. In the, I mean, if you're going lower tier, everyone knows Thor. Right. Like Iron Man is just, oh yeah, that guy. You know. Yeah, Iron Man always seemed to me, uh, just from the comics though, to to be a character that was like, okay. We got our robust, really good ideas out, you know, in these characters like Spider-Man. Let me see if we can get something on the same sort of in the same order of those characters. But, you know, it seems like they were like reaching a little bit. It's like, oh, Iron Man? Really? Okay. And so when the movie was like, oh, Iron Man's coming out, it's like, okay, now they're like pulling out. Not not that he's like the bottom of the barrel but it's like iron man nobody's really gonna it's like do we own who owns this character no one cares about iron man all right we'll make an iron man yeah you know and then it just took, i mean it was a good movie but yeah, it just... overall yes it was still a very well-made and then enjoyable film yeah and robert downey jr is really good so he was, he's always been good he's just has troubles yeah yeah you know? no exactly um right and so taking a gamble on that yeah and now um, he's worth like $2 billion. Yeah. Or something. It's like, uh. Exactly. <laughs> the guy was sleeping on couches and probably begging for drugs. Now it's like, oh, here's a billion dollars. Awesome. Right. I just picture people at Warner Brothers like uh, in that scene of weird science where they're building the girl. But it's like, all right, feed in a photo of the rock, the comic book. Um, what else? Just put in Twitter. Oh, Black Adam. Oh, there's our movie. And it's like, okay, great. <laughs> Black ass. It's just like it sounds racist. It's it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I know it's like <clears throat> yeah. We need to get the Rock as Black Adam. Can't you just call him Adam? Adam? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it turns out he's he... actually Adam in the comics. <laughs> but why do we need to? Well, it's the Rock. Yeah, but I don't think he's even black. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. We're Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. He's half black. Close enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's every meeting at Warner. Close enough. Yeah, exactly. But I just picture them just feeding in like decent scripts. Oh, take some of this. Oh, we liked this. And then all of a sudden they just spit out a movie. Like, um, it once since we haven't seen it, we have no idea. But it's like, all right, Stranger Things, nostalgia. I hope it's like that. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters 3. Oh, Paul Rudd. Oh, here's your movie. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, spits out Paul Rudd as the. And uh, who's your lead? Paul Rudd. <laughs> and we're doing apparently Ghostbusters 3. And oh, with some of the cast of Stranger Things. Like, I mean, literally, that's. Uh, <laughs> and nothing again. I have no idea. It's like, who should direct it? What about the guy's kid? He's connected. I mean, he's his kid, but sure. sure. Keep it I mean, in the family. I mean, it worked so well with Sahara. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep cut that was michael that was, eisner's kid that, was, that uh that was deep um, <laughs> just in case someone's like sahara why are you shitting on it i'm not shitting on it they just gave what was his name breck eisner a billion so, dollars yeah. to make a movie with matthew Ma- that movie feels like that was out of a computer matthew mcconaughey's hunt um <laughs> penelope cruz we need someone funny steve zahn uh, who was hyped up at that time yeah and indiana jones go who should direct it? I don't know. Eisner's kid? <laughs> well, I think this is the guy, Eisner's kid, this is the guy who got a million dollars to direct his SC uh, student film. Right. So it's... And did you see it? I didn't... No, I didn't see it. Oh. I wish I could have seen it. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably in the archives or something. I should yeah. probably seek it out. But yeah, it's like... Do you have access to the archives? Can we? Can you take me to the archives and we can watch I, I can. I can. I can see if I can, can do that. I yeah, want yeah. to. Yeah, Let's yeah. do that. Let's try to do that. I would love to like maybe make a list of people that went there and try to see how many like little shorts we can watch. I'd love yeah. to deep dive into some of that. Yeah, yeah. It'd be good for you to see Zemeckis's <laughs> short. It's like it's it well his 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 elevator short his or the lift. His lift Ugh. his lift short. Um that was just like <laughs> 
it's funny because my uh, TA, when he showed it to us, he's like, I want to show you Zemeckis' first film here. It's called The Lift. It's, it's Did everyone same... roll their eyes? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, ugh. It's about an. Oh, what is it about? Is it about uh, someone picking someone up, uh, taking them somewhere? No, it's uh, the elevator, but it's the lift. It's the uh, elevator pitch in the <laughs> elevator, but we call it the lift. Uh, the lift pitch. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, but it's it's like it's like, it's like it, he's making the same film that you guys are about to make in this class. This was his, and it will calm you. Right. Is what he said. And so you see it and you go, okay. All right. This is where he started. So I'm okay. Yeah. Um, and then you see his like thesis film and it's, this is the one where he shot on 35 and carried the 35. Yeah. Print. <laughs> in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> in the trunk. He, um, if you see it, it's, it's weird. It's like, it's so like prescient. It's it's 1941. It's wow. Forrest Gump. It's Back to the Future. Um, it is not like it's not that quality. It's not it's that quality, all that is in there. But all of the sort of hints of it. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with any of those movies. <laughs> but just like the some of the characters, some of the way he shoots things. Again, has nothing to do with it. But you can tell. Oh, that's Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh, that's. 1941 oh that's um um forrest gump like forrest gump was like wow when i saw that in there it was that was amazing well Um, it's kind of like um i mean i know tarantino had made a few other things but like you look at reservoir dogs now if you watch reservoir dogs now it's all his movies like if you were to watch it now that's almost like his student film yeah i I mean it wasn't i mean reservoir dogs is amazing no that's that's you're right if you were to watch it now you'd be like Oh, there's Jackie Brown. There's this. There's the. I mean, and it's not that he's made the same movie, but he's made the same style. Right. Like you watch that, it's going to be like that's his whole film career. You could watch that one and go, oh, there, there, they all are. Yeah. No, absolutely, and I think that that's. I think it's a testament to his style and his signature and Tarantino too. Like you can see that there's like overtones of things that he wants to do or mm-hmm. is experimenting with. Yeah. And then it comes to full bloom and the Jackie Brown and uh, Pulp Fiction or whatever. Right. Um, and so that's interesting to sort of track and see. Yeah. Um, Would I be able to watch, uh, I forgot what it was called, uh, The Game, whatever, just to watch uh, um, Billy just, D. Williams? Just watch Billy D. It, it, was, it was good. He was good. He was he was No, no, I just want to see it because it, it made me laugh so much when we saw, because I don't think we've, we haven't potted in a while. Uh, yeah, and... Because we we had watched uh, Rise of Skywalker, which I got as a screener, which was weird. No. So did we you watched, watched it as a screener, or did we you did. Watch it in, okay. no, well, what happened was is uh, I'll go back to what I was going to say. But I came home. We had it was Thursday before Star Wars coming out, and the previous two, Last Jedi and Force Awakens, we had screenings the Friday they were released. Yeah. And that Friday, the first one, J.J. Abrams was there, Kathleen Kennedy, and a couple other ones. The second one, Ryan Johnson was there, uh, his producer Rob, uh, Mark Hamill, and uh, someone else. And then this time it was like, no, it's Thursday at Fox. There's no one there. And I was like, oh, that's weird. The last time, whatever. So I come home and just like, I'm not feeling 100%, but let's go. But here's some mail. Open up mail. And it's a screener for Rise of Skywalker. And it was like, look, we'd have to drive to If anyone knows, it's like LA sucks in general. Fox is six miles from our house. It was going to take 50 minutes to yeah. get there. Andrew's already not feeling 100%, but she's like, let's just go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, or... We can watch it right now, and it was five thirty, and it, and the screening was at seven thirty, and it was like we can just watch it now. Maybe even watch it twice if we want to. So we did. We just she was like, you know what? Let's just do it. She goes, "Are you okay with that?" I go, "One, it's weird. I'm watching an original Star Wars film the day before release at right. home. So there was a lot of yeah, like, yeah. I was okay with that because it seemed." so weird and somewhat exclusive like right i'm watching it the day be- i'm watching a star wars at home so we were enthralled watched it all the way through it wasn't like oh, i wish i saved it but then a week later yeah. through other screenings through the guild we were able to go to disney and okay. watch it on the big train so gotcha. okay we watched it on the big screen as well so it wasn't like that was my right <laughs> was, like, was that the only like- no uh no we've watched all of them twice on the 
twice when the initial release of Last Jedi, which I saw, I think, three times, um, all on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. And the whole time, like, when uh, when Lando shows up, not that that wasn't already in the trailer, that's all I could, true. that's all I oh, could really? picture was just, like, JJ, I got, JJ, I got this. Just get JJ, Come on, I got this. I got this. Just keep, just keep rolling. Just keep rolling. And JJ's like, all right, I have nothing but film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have $200 million. We're okay. But, I mean, that's all I could think. The first time I watched it, and then the second time, because I knew it was coming up, yeah. it made me laugh right. even more. Mm. But you know he's – you always talk – I saw this sort of feature read about uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker and, you know, Billy Dee's all over it, and he's just gushing about it. Well, J.J. and, you know, is, is the genius of J.J. Abrams. And I was like, what is, first of all, what what are they putting in whatever they drink? Yeah. But um, I also think about, like – yeah, to a point, but you know, there were some times where Billy D was like, "JJ, come on, I mean, I'm, I am Lando. I know, I, I know this character. Yeah. You weren't even <laughs> born yet when exactly. I was playing this character. Like, no, I was exactly. born. I was, when was I, born. I might not have seen it, yeah. but <laughs> Daisy, Daisy, I got. This. Yeah, it's like she's just like she's got going like every John, John. Yeah, I, I got. Come on, I, I, I got this. Yeah. Daisy, I got yeah. this. <laughs> Little metal guy. It's yeah. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, you've known me, me for years. I've been in all of them. <laughs> but it was so funny. Like, that was, I mean, it wasn't like it took me out, but the minute I saw him, I was just yeah. like, JJ, I got yeah. this. Just keep rolling, JJ. <laughs> Let me fly the, whatever, the Millennium Falcon. Let me just fly it. You know, huh? I know how to fly it. It's my ship. Yeah. You know, this isn't real. It's yeah. my ship. <laughs> uh, and not to talk about it, but. That was probably like what seeing Lando, awesome. Did he need to be in the movie? Not one bit. Just, just he he was just there because of he was nostalgia Lando. And, yeah, gotcha. Like I, everyone else has had a purpose for the most part to be in it, but like he shows up and you're like, all right, cool, we're going on yeah. an adventure. And then we don't see Lando again until the end. It's like, did he do something? For me, it was that. Oh, oh my God, you're Lando. Do these people know who he is? Like, they seemed really hyped about seeing him. Yeah. And it's like, are they fans of the Star Wars movies? <laughs> we saw these movies growing up. You, you see, there's always that line, you know, oh, I heard all the stories, you know. Yeah. I know the stories. Poe would make sense. Poe's yeah. a fighter. Yeah. He's probably heard about, you know, he understands, like, the history of all the fighting and all that. Like, I could picture him going, oh, I've heard of uh, Lando. Mm-hmm. But they were all just, like, so hyped on seeing Lando. I'm like, I mean, I was excited, but they were way more excited. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing to get. He was fine. He's Billy D. Williams. <laughs> right. And then he had that really creepy scene at the very end. Like, I, 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 I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? No, no. Oh, sorry about that. Spoilers, Lando's in it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So no more about that. Uh, but yeah, basically the trailer scenes you've seen are... Yeah, or what his, he's what he's <laughs> what he's in the movie, but uh, yeah. Until I mean, the, it kind of. Sorry, I know. Oh, I just have, can't believe you haven't seen it. I can't believe it either. Uh, I thought I was going to see it um, over your break, over the break, and I was like, we didn't see anything. All right, um, but I'm. I want to. I mean, it's a Star Wars film. Yeah, I mean that's literally all I'll say about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I heard. Um, I just keep hearing that they spent. I mean, we don't have to talk about it, but um, they spent. The whole movie trying to um, basically either erase or um, correct or however you want to say the Last Jedi. There's, I see it both ways. Since I have watched it twice, not that I absorbed it anymore. This definitely feels like a sequel to a Force Awakens with a few elements of the Last Jedi. Gotcha. Like you can almost just remove Last Jedi. Yeah. Other than because they actually kind of add lines like i i bet you could probably fan edit force awakens and rise of skywalker mm-hmm. into a movie interesting without having it and which and, and once again it i know there's a, it's a very divisive movie but i mean i still think of the series of last jedi is the best movie like yeah. as a movie storytelling i did love the force awakens on what they did yeah. like what, what jj did was like here's the old here's the new let's move forward and then ryan's like yeah let's move forward and then JJ came back and went, whoa, I don't want to move that forward. Let's go back to what we did. And it's like, but you already did it. Yeah. I don't need to do it again. And some of the elements they kept from, they do some more of that force talking, mm-hmm. like which I really liked in The Last Jedi. But yeah. then they take it to another level and you're like, yeah, I didn't need to go there. Oh. And you're like, so you just ruined it. Um, 
<laughs> no, I don't. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, they're just, you know, that's in there to shit on Ryan's. And it's like, I mean, there are a few things where you're like, all right, well, they're just sort of doing that. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, Ryan left, uh, you know, well, they always put everything on JJ. I know JJ did a draft of the script, but there was a script mm-hmm. prior. And that guy still gets credit. So, you know, a big portion of his script is still in the movie. Yeah. Because you don't get. I think he gets a story by credit. So okay. obviously there's enough of the story points, but they were like, you know, Ryan didn't leave them anything to do. No, that's what a writer does. He figures out what the story, and actually he kind of did. Like watch Last Jedi again. There's things that are open. They don't close every book. Right. And they're like, of course. Well, it's like, what are we supposed to do now? You just needed better writers. And that was the problem. And I don't think JJ is the best writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure the guy, you know, the people that wrote Jurassic World were the best people to write the third script. Um, and nothing wrong. I think Jurassic World, I think Jurassic World works, but you almost want the Jurassic World people to be the people that do the first one. Yeah. You know, because like that was basically it. We, we did a really good job of blending old and new. I don't know. The third movie could have. It's fine. It, it, it's still fucking Star Wars. We get a new Star Wars. It's fine. Yeah. For me, it's a disappointment because of where. I think Last Jedi was taking us. And it's not like he left these things open where it was like, oh my God, we're going to see this and this. It was more of, oh wait, I can't wait to see what they do. Please don't make Last Jedi Empire the way Force Awakens was Star Wars. Even though like we needed that. And it wasn't. It was like, it's not even Empire, it's its own movie. Then they came back and went, well, we're going to give you Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. All right. Sure. I mean, it's not exactly Return of the Jedi, but it's Return of the Jedi. (laughs) So basically, J.J. made Star Wars and Return of the Jedi updated not bad elevator pitch that was the elevator pitch (laughs) did you like uh uh return of the jedi yeah i'm gonna give you that (laughs) okay i mean we already have that but what if you had it again and it was also kind of hard to like did you watch mandalorian i watched the first the pilot oh okay or the first episode so when that came out we were up to i think episode seven there's 10 episodes yeah and mandalorian's so it's so good. and to, Yeah, I'm going to continue that, yeah. It, it's just well done. The tone's right. The Favreau. Fucking Favreau. Favreau is like he from, like you talked about Iron Man, from Swingers yeah. to now. I, I didn't see that jump in the filmmaking ability no. from him. Uh, so when Iron Man, it was announced and it was Favreau. Was this before or after Zathura? It was after. It was after. I knew that. I, I knew that he had like ability. I knew yeah. that he had skill, but like to make that Marvel movie, it was yeah. like I don't know. And then you watch it, and you're like, Wow, Favreau's Favreau's really good. And then subsequently, you know, he's done some really great work. But it's like I would have never predicted I him in never, this place. No, it's like, and he's just, and as a guy. Like you wanna, I don't want to hate him. But it's just he seems like like chill, really cool, no. really good guy. Right. And it's like I never saw th- not that swingers swingers <clears throat> had a lot of limits. I mean, it was just like an independent yeah. film. But like I just thought, um, well, he was just an actor in yeah. in that. But it's just like from him from that to to this, it was just like I. I'm impressed. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't see it. Well, and too, like especially, uh, it's not until I think the fifth episode someone else wrote it, like because he created the show. Yeah. So like you see the first one, it's like, you know, it's like oh, written by, good for him. The second one, written by, well, that kind of makes sense. A lot of times they do one and two. Yeah. You know, it's like pilot in the first one, third one, written by John Favreau. <sighs> Dude, shut up. I, what? Yeah, he's fourth just... one. Come on. And then you get to the uh, fifth one, and it's his writing partners episode. And you're like, yeah. But still. <laughs> but still. And then it's like, um, okay, but then he has a chef show. And then he does this. And then he has, you know, what's that, five? Oh, dinner for five. Dinner for five. Right. And then, like, you know, so he's always doing something. But every time we look at him, he seems like just relaxed. And like, yeah, just, he just got it licked, you know. Yeah, and he talked about how busy he was on The Mandalorian finishing The Lion King. And you're like, <laughs> I would say that's probably for me the only there's no downside to any of it. It's just the Lion King was a shot for shot remake. All right, I mean, it's okay. But the Lion King was a shot for shot remake. Still well done. But the the skill it takes to sort of make to oversee um, that, that is I wouldn't just, 
yeah movie not with it's just it's still i mean i like the animated better right. but it's just like you know that jungle book you know it's just like, like i like jungle book because that's how i feel live action should be i think it helps when there's a human element that can kind of move mm-hmm. the story where lion king which again the technical level of getting that to what it needs to be is you know you, you are not only the director you're the overseer of everything yeah on something like that all right you remade lion king good job yeah well it also made two 1.3 billion dollars <laughs> so i mean it's not like oh fail it's well, not a fail for me it's just sort of like i didn't need the lion king yeah and that was it and then but is is it do you think it's a failure like from disney standards i mean star wars is going to be a failure da, uh, star wars is a billion dollar failure yeah no i don't think lion king's a failure because now they've they've made the same movie twice and have made three billion dollars on yeah. one movie <laughs> so somehow they're right i don't know what is that um is it i don't know it's a ryan reynolds movie i think it was like it starts a trailer starts out from the studio that brought you the lion king oh aladdin and beauty and the beast yeah twice (laughs) (laughs) they're really good at making it twice oh uh uh rise of skywalker is not even at a billion yet really it's at 990 fail oh they get nervous these executives are getting fired right, damn it Nine. looks like uh 1917 will be number one this week really it's really good have you seen it no i want to see it but i want to see it in the you, you saw the screener we watched the screener and it's really good it is amazing I, i'm love i love i'm sold on sam yeah. from that play i saw but um just as a director really good yeah um, no it's it was one where you know, we'll watch some movies. Like uh, we didn't do it. I, I don't think we did it for Rise of Skywalker. We were so enthralled because we're watching Star Wars at home. Because most screeners are screener movies. Yeah, it's like, oh god, what is oh, another drug addicted person that I have to watch their story? You know, it's like they're yeah. all good or Hustlers for some reason. That's an award film. I, I mean, it was fine. We watched it. We're like, okay, um, Jennifer Lopez, you're good, I guess. That's kind of how I thought I would feel after watching it. Yeah, it's you watch it going, it's okay. Yeah. I don't know why it's so hyped. It's okay. So we go, let's watch 1917. I've heard good things. And she's like, who directed it? Told her to direct it. I was like, oh, yeah, I like him. Mm-hmm. Pop it in. Didn't take one stop. I thought we were going to stop because we started at 920. Yeah. And usually anytime that, we watch half of something. Those are the movies like if it's a biopic movie like Dark Waters or something or like The Report. I can watch half of that and finish it tomorrow. I'm not going to miss. I'm not going to miss a flow of anything. Yeah. We didn't stop it. And then it ended and went, oh, I guess we're finishing that. And it just doesn't stop. It's so well that's done. What, that's what it seems like. It just doesn't. It's not hitting you over the head on how much they're doing. And it, it's not like he does. Yes, it is that technical marvel of these long 10-minute shots. And you and you can see if you're in the bed, you know where the cuts are. Um, but it's also not trying to. He is playing with time because it's not like supposed to be in a two-hour chunk. It actually takes place over like 21 hours or something mm-hmm. like that. So you are following, and then if you watch any of the behind-the-scenes stuff, it's nuts. There's two guys holding the camera that put it then on a dolly. Yeah. Then the dolly starts backing up, and you're like, good. Good for you. And there's 600 extras running by, and you're like, filmmaking, you know. Right. Um But after we watched it, it's like, oh, I kind of want to see this on the big screen. I right. would see it again, but... With your TV at home, if you're getting... And it was Blu-ray, so it looked really yeah, good. Yeah. So at home and yours, it would still play. But we were kind of surprised. It's like we liked everyone in it. We're like, hey, let's just give it a go. And then we had watched it right before the Golden Globes, like the day before. So then when it won, it was like, yeah, it makes sense. It's, it's worth it. And this was not... So this was not The Irishman. This is... You couldn't pause. Oh, the Irishman. Oh, my God. I don't know what's happening in that I, I, movie. That's, that's, I don't. I'm glad you said that, Rob, because I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, what is going on? I was like, am I falling asleep? Like, yeah. I don't understand in the tone and what. I don't know where, where I am. Where I'm traveling. I, it's like we're jumping time as much as Marty McFly <laughs> in this movie. That's it's the thing. Just, so we got about uh, 80 minutes in and we're like, yeah. well, let's just stop it. I think that's where I kind of And then we'll like, we'll finish it up. So. And it's not like the de aging stuff is great, but it's not consistent because I don't know where we are yeah. ever in the story. So it's not like you get to the point where you're literally looking at Taxi Driver, De Niro. Then it'd be like, okay, I know, right. but I just don't know where we are in time. It's like, okay, Kennedy, okay, he is not dead yet. I know where we are. 
you know, you see old, it starts off obviously with old De Niro. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, he's telling us the story. Now we're flashing back. Then he's young, then he's old, then he's young again. And then he's in a car with Joe Pesci and they're both kind of old. Then we flash back to them both being kind of younger. I, I don't I don't know wh- where are we going? What are yeah. we doing? What, what What is this movie? I know. Yeah, I, I just, just, I don't know. It seems slow. And when I say slow, it's like, Scorsese is a very he likes quick energetic robust shots and you know that he sort of like hits you over the head with things and that's sort of his I think that's his personal charge you know into to making every movie and so I was expecting that and like so for instance I think his best movie Goodfellas it moves it just moves so fast so quick this one I felt like it was you know I don't want to say because he's not, he's not operating the camera. Right. But it was just like an older man sort yeah. of doing what he used to do, but like a little slower. Like everything, there's there is a fast paced this movie, but it's just because it's not cohesive, it seems slow. Like yeah. I don't know where we are ever. Yeah. And then it was that weird thing of they then they start flashing out how everyone dies, which I thought was a weird narrative almost it's yeah. like oh he gets shot in the head in 1980 right. yeah yeah okay then the next one this is yeah this is how yeah yeah and then all of a sudden it's like, shot three times in the face yeah. 1979 why do i need to know I, this I, like i don't yeah it's, it was like a, a narrative gimmick that i think you play with yeah you know and <clears throat> realize hopefully realize um in the final script stage that you're like, eh, it doesn't really add anything doesn't really do anything for us because the first time you see it you see it on kaitel and it tells you he, he dies like in 1981 or something like that. Then you don't see it again for a while. So you kind of forget that that's a thing. Yeah. Then you see someone else. You're like, oh, I don't still don't know who this guy is. And we never go back to the, some of these people. Yeah. Like it's, um, uh, there's a guy that, I don't know, he kills someone in a car. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, freeze frame on him. And it's like, you know, shot in 79. I don't know who he is in the first place. And then we go away from it. And it's like, all right. And Al Pacino's at 11. This whole movie. And it's like. <laughs> Even though they try to make him younger, he's moving like an old man. Yeah. And nothing, you know, we're all going to move like old men at some point. For but, sure. like, he moves at a y- old man's pace, and they're trying to make him look younger. And I don't understand that. And he is playing it at 11. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, I think you were like, I don't know if Pacino's good. I almost was like, you mean health-wise? or <laughs> A little of both. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Pacino's like... How should I play this? I don't know. Should I should I play it as a version of me playing me? Yes. Play yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it was a little bit of that and it just this is like what the first movie they've done together, Scorsese and Pacino. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me as good as Pacino, not that he's not good, but as he was, mm-hmm. it would have been so great to have Scorsese direct him, you know, when he was like 30 or yeah. 40, you know, it but now it's just like like a movie right after like king of comedy like you know like an 83 yeah. that would have been we like i want that movie <laughs> well we have the de-aging technology right so just like, <laughs> exactly what would he be in like 83 he'd be like maybe almost 40 but he's moving like a 80 year old man <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's just kind of like everything's just like baggy and weird and it's it's fine um it's okay. I don't know. That's. I mean, De Niro's De Niro. Like, he plays De Niro yeah, yeah. really well. Joe Pesci is the only one who's shining for me right now. Yeah. Like, Joe Pesci's really good. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's sort of, I mean, I don't know if I'd say doing Joe Pesci. He's just, he's he's in that role. And uh, he's not over pesci it the way he was in, like, Lethal Weapon 4. Right, right. Or he's just playing it pretty subtle, which I like. I don't I think I just don't know where we are, and I don't know what... I don't know what this movie is. It his life? Is it Hoffa's life? Is and why? There's another union guy. Let's blow up all their cabs. Oh, why? Like, yeah. why are we doing this? Like, I, and then all of a sudden, let's push them all into the water. And then we're watching a bunch of old men push cabs into the water. I'm like, <laughs> I like. I feel like there's an easier way to do that. I I just don't know what this movie is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, maybe the next hour and a half or well, like, more. Or I have two hours left. Two hours. It, like, next, Andrew, right, right, like exactly. we stopped and Andrew's like, there's two hours left? <laughs> <laughs> maybe the next two hours will just just like everything. And then, I don't know, there's just the weird stuff with Joe Pesci and De Niro's daughter. Why didn't she like me? 
you know yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. okay why do you care <laughs> are we supposed to care i don't know anything about anyone yeah i don't know who these people are in real life you know i know obviously it's jimmy hoffa's story and even in there's a narrative thing it's like most people don't know anything about jimmy hoffa other than you know he disappeared and but that's it i don't know anything going on and ray romano's great yeah yeah but he's ray romano being ray romano and i love ray romano (laughs) he just comes in ah what do you need (laughs) (laughs) ray romano (laughs) yeah i'll be your lawyer (laughs) 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 um yeah it's fine. I mean, we'll finish it. I'm just not rushing yeah. to... It was just... It wasn't even like... I like Scorsese, and this is, you know, an epic film. I'm glad I didn't go to any of those 7.30 screenings. I'd be so tired. Ooh. There were so many I of remember those. that. Yes. <laughs> it was 7.30 and a Q&A. It's like a midnight probably exit from that. I was like, oh, what just happened? I don't know. <laughs> they were old, and they were young, and then they brought the actors out, and everyone's 100, and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> the irishman yeah so i mean two more hours two more hours oh i uh so in three more podcasts i'll let you know how we finish (laughs) that because i have a feeling it's not going to be quick no all right so now we're now it's 2020 uh any ambitions for 2020 uh yeah make um america great again (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) try to um try to make a film you know mobility yeah John, yeah, exactly. John, I got this, John. You know, don't you're not even in it. Don't, <laughs> just let the camera roll. Yeah, you get him as the writer, and he's just telling you how to direct. Just let the camera. Roll. JJ and I, who's a genius, quit saying JJ's a genius. <laughs> John lens flares. <laughs> <laughs> he did sneak a few in there, but they weren't too bad. Because you know, yeah, he, he has to. He's like, yeah, it's, this is my thing. It's weird that that's his thing. I mean, I get it where Tarantino always likes to open trunks and right. show feet. Right. But, like, <laughs> his is, like, a weird after effect. Yeah. You know, it's not like a natural thing. Oh, I shoot natural light so I can get these, you know, flares off the camera. They're just added later. It's such a weird, it's a weird device. Yeah. That he thinks is his. You know, I'm going to make this mine. Like, all right. I mean, um, it's, but I mean, not that other people don't use it. I mean, other people use lens flares all the time. But I feel like you know you're going to see a lens flare. Yeah, in, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's like in the credits of Star Wars. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, and Carrie Fisher and lens flare. Special appearance, lens flare. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Adobe. Oh, okay. He used Adobe. <laughs> <laughs> does does Bay, Michael Bay use lens flares? I feel like he does. Probably. He uses yeah. everything. Yeah. Like, what do I got? Can I use it yeah. all? <laughs> because I'm going to use it all. I'm going to blow up stuff. I got. I'm going to do everything. I, that's one thing I haven't watched yet. I haven't watched that Six Underground yet, which I really want to see. Yeah. Um, I hear it's this the most Michael Bay movie. What did Ryan Reynolds said? It's the most Michael Bay movie. Michael Bayed. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm on board with Michael Bay movie. Yeah, and the uh, Bad Boys for Life is that Michael Bay too? Yeah, yeah, coming out in two. I don't. I don't think he directed this one though. Did he not? Did he direct? I, I don't know. I mean, it. Bad. Bad boys for life. <laughs> but it's the third. We had a whole thing like this at work. It's oh. the third one. Oh, right. Bad boys for life. Yeah. Well, they know they're not making a right. third one. So. <laughs> oh, it's two directors. Oh, great. Because that's what makes everything. Is movie it Martin movie. Lawrence and Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> Uncredited, yeah. but I, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. Let's see. Who. Do you think they did a horror short and this is their big feature? Because their names I've never heard of before as the directors. And oh. that's usually how it is. Oh, it's like, so you've never... Oh. Um, probably. I don't even know how to pronounce their name. I'm going to be. I'm gonna butcher their names. One of the guys is Bal- Bilal Fala. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm showing John if anyone's interested. But I know I'm pronouncing it. Because I'm pronouncing it how I would say that word. I think and that's I how know, you oh. say it. It's just I've never seen it spelled that way. They direct a couple shorts. <laughs> Two episodes of Snowfall. Okay. All right. I mean, sure. And a Wiz Khalifa video. Okay. I mean, that gets you a movie, right? The video thing, I think, is probably put it over the top. But it's not a lot of music videos, though. Usually, that's the thing. It's, oh. It, oh, they're a music video director. So and it's like, oh, give him the, you know, give them the big, uh, and the other guy is, they're not brothers. Maybe they went in with a hell of a pitch. It's the lift pitch. They're <laughs> uh, <laughs> telling me about the lift Let pitch. Let me give you the lift. Oh, just because this guy's photo, I don't want to see this movie. And that's him. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt that name. 
Really? This is okay. These are these are the director okay. geniuses that are bringing you Bad Boys for Life. Life. The third one. The third one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it should be under the poster. <laughs> oh, so they're just a directing team. They've all directed the same things. They had a short in 2017 called Hashtag. Okay. Topical. <laughs> Topical. Um, um, really? So a couple of snowfalls. A couple of snowfalls. A couple of music videos. A couple of music videos. And a couple of shorts. Give them Bad Boys for Life. Give the third them one. that <laughs> franchise. Wow. Three writers. Mm-hmm. Chris Bremen. Peter Craig. Joe Carnahan. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. That's it. Bad Boys for Life. It's part of the uh, bad you wary uh, releases <laughs> of all the films that are coming out yeah, in yeah. January, which I wanted to see underwater. Which, that was the one that was shot that? two years ago. Yeah. But it's just sort of being released. No, no. We have total faith in this movie. January 10th. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're moving it to Saturdays is what right, you're doing. That's exactly. the equivalent of moving a uh, something to Saturday. The hospice um, block of television. Yeah. Oh, one of the writers is one of the writers that brought you most The Hunger Games. Oh, okay. And, and Gladiator 2 is working on. <laughs> oh, working on Gladiator 2. Oh, and also uh, wrote Top Gun Maverick. Okay. So. All right. I mean, those are movies. Yeah. That I just read. They to are. You. They are movies. <laughs> Those are things I told you about yes. on this podcast. So yeah, underwater is ninety three minutes, which is amazing. No one makes ninety three minute no. movies. You know, it's a crew that are Everything underwater. Is three hours, three and a half hours, and <sighs> on Netflix. Yeah. I could go see this. Ange and I. I could go. She could start Irishman. I could drive to the theater, watch underwater, pick up dinner, come back. She'll still have about an hour left of <laughs> Irishman. It's basically um, a crew of aquatic researchers work to get a, uh, to get safety get to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. But there's more on the ocean bed to fear. <laughs> I gotta see this. Kristen Stewart, T.J. Miller. Before all the stuff happened mm-hmm. to T.J. Miller, and I think that might have been why it got yeah pushed a little bit. Only one director. No. Oh. Whatever. What is he? Scorsese. <laughs> and the one director looks 12. Oh, you got him. Okay. William Eubank. Bob a, Eubank? Bob Eubank. But that... I don't think it's spelled the same. Or oh, I hope it is his kid. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I was just thinking like he has that like smile like him. Yeah. Uh, he directed things such as How to Make a Dollar Bill in Brooklyn Short. Love that one. Hooked Short. Okay. Short. Okay. First period. But not the word period. So it's first with a period. Okay. Short. Z, the letter Z, short. Oh, short. Okay. Um, Awakening World documentary. Oh, those are all his cinematography. Sorry. Oh, okay. The uh, the movies, Love, The Signal, and Underwater. And two in the works because... The signal. What was... What the Signal scene? seems vaguely familiar. Yeah. Oh, I remember this poster, which is sad because I don't remember the movie. Yeah. Remember the... I remember the poster, but I don't remember the movie. Uh, William Eubank. I hope he is uh, uh, Bob Eubank's kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this is amazing. He's a cinematographer and director known for The Signal. All right. Um, Wait, did did he DP The Signal uh, as well? Uh, probably. Because that was his D director. He directed that, right? Yeah. Okay. Like filmmakers Spielberg and David Lynch, he is an Eagle Scout. That's the trivia. Wh- oh. They're both Eagle Scouts, so somehow... He's just like Spielberg. <laughs> that as a kid, he did a thing. I like how you you go. He's a director, right? Yeah. So like Spielberg and David Lynch, you're thinking, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna go yeah. directorial, whatever. Yeah, he's an eagle scout. What? You should do that when you direct your thing. It's like <clears throat> like Spielberg, Zemeckis, John has parents. Right. <laughs> it's like well, uh, true. Yes. Yeah. That is true. Huh. Interesting. Those are, those are almost all the exact same thing. <laughs> Why? Oh, yeah. And the other ones in uh, Baduary coming out are... So, Bad Boys for Life. Mm-hmm. For Life, the third movie. Underwater. Doolittle. Uh, that was it. I mean, there's other movies coming out. But, like, those are the ones that are, like, the big budget movies. Like, how do you take Robert Downey Jr., who's the biggest name in movie? Mm-hmm. Where should we release his movie? January. Oh, you guys have no faith in this movie. No, we don't. Yeah. Because we're releasing it in January, where he talks to animals. This movie should be a March release, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, interesting. There's a movie coming out. VH, yes. VH, why? 
VHS, so it's VHS. A bizarre retro comedy shot entirely on VHS and beta followed 12-year-old Ralph as he accidentally records home videos and his favorite late-night shows over his parents' wedding tape. I'm interested. VHS? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was marketing. This poor guy made his own oh, movie, and they're yeah. like, we have a, but I, I don't want to call it yeah. that. Do you want your movie released? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that, I guess. Um, uh, two for V8. These are the guys that came off of Bad Boys yeah. for Life, the third movie. Exactly. You need to trust them. <laughs> Jack Henry Robbins is the director. Director. What um, a name. Yeah. Born in 89 because. Yeah, why not? Uh, sure, why not? Give him a film. Yeah. You know, after, prior to this, he directed. Who's Alex, the short. Brian Robbins' kid? <laughs> Is it? That'd be amazing. <laughs> Everyone's just someone's kid. <laughs> exactly. Uh, nothing but shorts. Wow. See, there you go. John, why aren't you directing more I'm shorts? I'm directing so. a short this, this year, and then from that, I will I be going directing straight. the next Star Wars. They'll give me a Star Wars trilogy. Well, yeah, just a whole trilogy. Yeah. Here you go. It's, uh, what is it? Bad Boys 3. Yeah. Part four. <laughs> what, 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 what are you guys doing? What What are you doing? That would be amazing. <laughs> so, um, so you, uh, so you are going to shoot a short? Yeah, some writing short right now, and um, gone through a few drafts, and um, hope to shoot it uh, in spring. Nice. Then Star Wars trilogy by fall. Then yeah, by <laughs> fall, the, my two hundred million dollar deal will come into play. <laughs> Thank God for that Warner Brothers AI thing because right. they, they calculated my short they made it through exactly. and somehow they gave me 200 this million. guys made a short? <laughs> Give him the series. You know that's part of the AI system too. Yeah. It's like, look, some of these movies did really well. You know, like these, uh, his feature did really well and all he did was direct shorts. Well, put short directors in there. Yeah, great. That's what we need. <laughs> we need more short directors. That's the problem. Look, look what they did with that three minutes. Give them two hours and 30 minutes and $200 million. Go. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then uh, how's your show going? How much longer do you have? Forever. Probably, um, I think in March, April. Okay. Um, you know, we just got um, some possible air dates. Okay. Which, aggressive. Okay. Aggressive. I was going to say, yours are aggressive. Our air dates are April, and we shot in July. Yeah. So that's not aggressive. No. It's a little aggressive because I'm looking at our show going, hmm, wonder if we'll be done. Yeah. We'll be done. Okay. But, you know, like you look at everything and our, the show I'm on is VFX heavy. So it's like one day it's like, oh, my God, we got a bunch of VFX in. There are eight shots of like one blue screen. But we have 42 more shots. We need the important stuff. We need the stuff that's blowing up. They're like, look out the window. Isn't that a blue sky? Yeah, you did it. But where's the cabin blowing up? Oh, you'll get that later. <laughs> you know, so it's like you, we're getting a lot in, but it is like, yeah, it, it is very much like it trickles in. Yeah. And and then I'm looking at it going, April, huh? <laughs> it's January now. All right. We have two episodes at a 90% complete. So sure. Uh, Only six more to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because you're still shooting, right? Uh, no. We, oh. We finished shooting, but we're in you know yeah. editing oh, okay press you know that sort of thing did you have to do anything for the tcas yeah that's what we did this Ooh. week so that was it was brutal yeah long days long nights just you know them, them wanting they wanted three shows oh <laughs> first of all you're like so would i yeah exactly <laughs> can and, you make that happen <laughs> and they wanted three shows before we locked one and it oh. was like we haven't locked anything and you want three sh you'll get one and right. you'll get it at whatever thing. So we've locked two. We locked, yeah. we locked the second one this week. All so right. In April, huh? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Although you're not, you, you have VFX, but you're not VFX heavy. You're, when, you're very heavy for a show that your show is. Yeah, we're, we're let's just say, there's not a lot of VFX in the show that you you're not blowing up stuff See, the way we blow up stuff. No, we're not. My show deals with some time travel. You're, you're, yours we, is a VFX travel. heavy yeah. show. Absolutely, yours is VFX. Yeah. but ours is because it's a period show. There's VFX in there, which you can be like, okay, yeah, VFX. But there's a bunch of VFX 
that you don't see that have nothing to do with anything other than slowing down a performance or yeah. make sure the the finger doesn't I'm being facetious. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Make sure the finger doesn't um, arc to the left, uh, you know, a few millimeters, you know. Yeah. And things where you go, oh, yeah. make sure that breath is taken out. And it's like, okay, so that's another split yeah. screen. That's another. So it's ton of that. Yeah. Which are boring special effects, but uh, visual effects. But it's just the getting to the locked yeah. cut that's you know it's yeah. just like oh it's we're almost there and you're like very nuanced yeah. stuff and you see it and i think it's good but you know it takes it takes a lot a yeah. lot of love to get there yeah we um one of our actresses looked at the camera but not mm-hmm. re- only if you freeze on that frame it looks like cuz uh she pops up and looks around like left to right for one frame, it kind of looks like she catches the camera, but it is, it's a nuance because, you know, obviously you look above the camera, but it's only if you pause it. Yeah. And then, of course, it just happened to be one of the editors paused it at that moment. And they're like, oh, we need to fix that. Not the editor, but like the mm-hmm. EPs. And I was like, but play it. You never see it. So literally we had to grab that one frame and like move her eyeball. Like those are those nuanced yeah, things yeah. you're talking about where it's like, move it up. Just like, a, yeah, like, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, just a touch, and you do it, and you're like, you watch it play through, and you don't notice it. It's only when you pause it. Yeah, you're like, yeah. If someone at home were to pause it at this one moment on this frame, it'll look like she might be looking at the camera. Yeah, it's like okay. I mean, once again, it was a cheap one. I was like, hey, that'll be six hundred bucks. Oh my god. You're like, done. Do it. Do it through the whole show. Yeah, but six hundred dollars per shot. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> just the one then. <laughs> you're like, oh wait, hundred? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anything that's under a thousand is yeah, free to me. Exactly. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that we're to that point now where they're just like they fought me a lot. Not fought me. They're like, ooh, the effects getting pretty heavy. What can you do? That's what the bit is. I mean, you cut them, and now they're like, so that's just what we're over, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like literally now, it's just the, like, like, all right. I guess that's what we're at now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's always been that way. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's no magical thing. You can't just, yeah. this is not free. You yeah. know, you, you put the effects in there. You're going to have to pay for them. Yeah. Look, you blew up that thing in the first episode. Can't you just use that shot again in the two different locations <laughs> and different camera angles? Yeah, I can. Do you want to see it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, Cause I want to show it to you. Oh yeah. Please let's get yeah. a conference room. <laughs> exactly. Cause I want to put this on the screen and give them your pitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, but I won't throw you under the bus because, you know, yeah, I like working. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> You're like, I'll put that. In, you know. I mean, I do want to, and I'm going to file yeah, that one yeah. for later. Right. <laughs> put that on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about you, 2020 um, ambitions? 2020, I don't want to work anymore, but mm-hmm. I feel like I have to. Yeah. And I already got a call for an interview for something that's in March. <sighs> I'm, and once again, I'm excited. I, I love getting Is calls. Is it another um, streaming kind of thing or? kind of okay. i mean it's it's on a network i've never heard of uh, i know it, it's a network i've heard of but a show i've never heard of gotcha once again it's it's in my wheelhouse one of the yeah. one of the people in the show is also the creator of the show person i think is maybe 24 Oof. you know i think the budget's like eight bucks <laughs> they shoot it out of state sure it's you know 10 episodes it's one of those things where it, it is it is my wheelhouse mm-hmm. show where, yeah. you know, that thing of it's, like how we did on our, our last show where it's like, Zach, it's like, hey, Zach, can you do some ADR for us because we don't have money? Yeah. Sure. I can pay you on one of them. Right. And then like, we're the loop group. And then the cast is the loop group. And you're like, is this, yeah. what are we doing? But <laughs> Making it by hand. It, but it'll be weird. And I mean, who knows? It's just an interview. I'm, I have yeah. no idea. When I heard about it, it's my wheelhouse. It's kind of like, yeah. it's not like you look at my resume going, oh, he does one he's, style he's of show. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are the shows I like. They're just dumb and weird and, you know, they just get them done. Yeah. They, they, no one holds anything precious. You know, it's not like I'm, I'm world building or yeah. anything like this. You know, it's, that's when I turn to, to Billy D. Look, 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 look. Yeah. <laughs> It's just HD. It's 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 on a network no one's heard of. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Just you know. It's all right. It's all right. I got this. Don't worry. About I got this. I'll get this show on the air. <laughs> 4K. 
no, we're shooting this on our iPhone. Even better. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I don't think this is a. I don't think this is a 4K show. I think this is a. <laughs> a who's who brought the phone? HDR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yes, this is not an HDR show. There's no HDR pass. I think it's a. You mix it in the afternoon, if maybe you know. Yeah. Put a couple of cheapo songs in it, and you got yourself a hit show. It, yeah. Hit. Hit. Show. Yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> like so I gotta say. I mean, it would be a second season show. So. Okay. It's like, all right. That's this how- is this person's first show? Or- yeah. Okay. I think they did a short part. Of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's because shorts. Or web series. Actually, no. I, uh, like my only dumb little goal that I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to make a feature for Wild Eye releasing. The ones, yeah. that we, the ones we see on Amazon. No, no, totally. I am going to make one. Really? Um, I only need to do 80 minutes, so... <laughs> One fourth of a Scorsese, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm going to call it one fourth Scorsese. He should the third movie <laughs> called Bad Boys for More Life. Like the third, third movie. movie. I, I don't have any. I, I don't have any ideas yet. But I've right. seen some of those movies, and a lot of them don't have. I any mean, ideas. Rob. I mean, show up and just shoot. <laughs> That's the motto. Show up and shoot. That's also the name of the movie. <laughs> just show up and shoot, That's and. Um, Waste too much time thinking about the I'm, idea. Yeah, I mean, because their criteria is that it's you know looks like it has production yeah. value was their criteria. Yeah, it's one of them. It's like make sure you have criteria <laughs> about production sure you value. Have production value. <laughs> okay. So uh, camera and a set. Yeah, I, I don't... You get an image. Yeah. Is the image uh, focused? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're ninety percent there, my friend. <laughs> Billy D watches the movies and judges them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, I could just go up to a woman. Like, Whoa, okay, Billy D, uh, slow down. It's like, Billy, it's like, Billy, so the criteria are, I, I got this. Don't worry about it. It's criteria. Nice breast. Yeah. No, that's not the criteria. This is beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Billy, we can't do that. It's 2020. We can't do that anymore. I'm bringing it back. No, you're not, Billy. I think capes are way in now. It's like, oh, Billy, capes aren't in. Maybe for you. I think that's sort of like a dumb mini goal. Yeah, you know, I, I think it would just be no, kind of it's, fun. It's, it's fun. Maybe it's like a new career because they're like, "Wow, this has more production value than anything." Yeah. Give, do you have five more yeah. that you can give us by the end of the year? I mean, my camera, I, I do have a camera that shoots 4K, but I feel like that might just that be might be too much. I just have to dumb it down, like in the yeah. settings. <laughs> just keep scrolling. What do you want? No, keep going. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. There it is. What do you got in a point five K? Anything? <laughs> I shoot it by uh, three twenty by two forty. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> That is a ratio joke for uh, anyone. That's an early computer ratio joke. Yeah, I think that's it. A dumb mini goal. Yeah. I mean, I have a phone that shoots. I mean, it shoots 4K, but I don't need it to shoot 4K. You can just Soderberg it, you know? Yeah, Soderberg it. I am go- I'm going to totally Soderberg it. I do have my um, DJI Osmo 3, so mm-hmm. I'm already, there's my production value. Dude, that's, yeah. I think that's probably more production value than the other time. I will, uh, because uh, before we end, I will uh, pull up what their criteria was. And that was like yeah. my, my favorite thing. Because it's pretty minimal. I mean, it, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's gotta be. Just stock footage, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a VHS catalog, so... Oh, distribution. VH, yes. <laughs> VHS. <laughs> I'm kind of mad because that is a dumb title that kind of works Same in my head. Uh, distribution. Films must be at least... 70 minutes in length. Okay. So that's easy. Visible production value on screen, despite your budget. B- um, okay. Any genre, uh, horror, action, thriller, cult, gore, dark art house, which <laughs> might be what I might just go for because do I don't it. know what that means. Retro, maybe retro dark art house. Let's and just call it dark art house. Uh, music and effects, M&E tracks must be available for international sales consideration and you must be able to provide an uncompressed hd digital digital master of your film on a hard drive that's it that's a list sorry i I should that was it no (laughs) that's the list we must be able to produce it uh, to us so we can have it it must have an image (laughs) yeah you must have an image it's got to be at least 70 minutes and can you give us a hard drive (laughs) i think it's just their their goal to get free hard drives (laughs) that's it uh, we require one terabyte hard drives. Uh, uh, maybe a, let's see, hair, uh, hard drive. <laughs> Rugged, please. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> maybe a shopping you list. <laughs> there it is. That's the... Um, that's it. That's it. That's, it. that's, it. that's, that's and, it. And and you're 
automatically well, you um, have to have UMNE. that's probably the most yeah it goes um we're always accepting completed films for di- distribution consideration and encourage you to submit hmm. doesn't mean it'll get picked up oh, okay i mean i mean you probably will. Uh, look i don't want to pat myself on yeah. the back <laughs> but my dark art house uh <clears throat> film is going to be amazing yeah dark art house uh, maybe on the next pod we'll just pitch ideas and see whatever the the stupidest ideas will be. What yeah, we let's make. do that. And we'll have to look into Dark Art House. Yeah. Uh, so and for the pod this year, John and I are gonna definitely gonna try to watch some of these shorts at USC. Yes. And we're gonna talk about every <laughs> one of them, or at least one or two. The goal is maybe to get a guest this year. Yeah. We'll see. Other than the the rotating cast we 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 have. Um, like someone in the business and by the business the business we want to talk to right. about people that have released movies on wild eye releasing <laughs> exactly all of them artists uh, the artists and anyone who's done shorts <laughs> I mean, and, and then they're about to do Doctor Strange yeah. too because <laughs> that's how it works <laughs> alright well follow us on our socials I think it's uh, because John Rob on Twitter because John Robert on Instagram SoundCloud's how you listen maybe or you go to Stitcher, or you go to iTunes, TuneIn, uh, Spotify. We're on a lot. Pan- no, not Pandora. Not only Pandora does. If not, we're going on Pandora. I'm or, just, I'm just, that's what I'm, watching. I'm just trying to figure out what, what else we can do. Where, where are we not? Where, where are we go? not is where we're going to invent new streaming services we'll just that. so you can listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For 2020's first uh, pod, this has been Rob. This is John. Take it easy.